0: That's blue Nile.com.
2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at a place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Poor Charles 411 Part 1, the 1970s of Alan Quartermain. I know it goes without saying, but oh my gosh, he was so young. So young, so much, so much. He was on the show for exactly 30 years. He was... About six months shy. Aww. Before they fired him and killed the Quartermains, basically. Right. So, as we have talked about before, Stuart Damon is who portrayed Alan Quartermain and he passed away. And he passed away June 29th of this year, 2021. And we've been waiting for a tribute for him. I think we got it. Ugh. The two minutes that we weren't satisfied with, but we were said we were going to talk about him anyway. So, maybe they'll do something more. For the nurse's ball. Because he was a big part of the Maybe. nurse's ball. Maybe. Okay. play some of those clips. Please do. And if you haven't, go reshoot. <laughs> go add it in. in. Exactly. So he came in 1977. He started on General Hospital. Hard to find any YouTube, anything written. We looked at just regular Wikipedia, WikiWand, General Hospital fandom, and of course, YouTube. And Curly Q Girls episodes write-ups but those only start in 1978 Mm. so kind of piece together a little bit of all of them and hopefully we're able to get the first three years that alan well two and a half years that alan was in port charles explained correctly if there is anything we are missing please 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 email us peer54podcast at gmail.com we want to know
0: right and just regular real life air quotes, experiences are better than us reading stuff. If people remember yes. him coming on the show and thinking he was a jerk or he was really cute or whatever, it's just fun to get the fan reaction. I feel like he didn't become a jerk until the 80s,
2: which we'll talk about in the next 80s? week. <laughs> but Alan James Quartermain was born on July 4th, 1945 in Southampton, New York, to a wealthy and influential Lila and Edward Quartermain. He and his little sister, Tracy, are raised with every advantage money can buy, but they are spoiled rotten. Dr. Alan... Quartermain debuted on September 12th, day before my birthday, five years before I was born, 1977. They knew. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Steve Hardy had requested that he come to Port Charles from South Hampton to open a new cardiac wing. Now I had read conflicting things where it was Rick's idea to open up this new cardiac wing. So it could have been. And then Dr. Hardy just asked Alan to come open it. I don't know. Maybe it was Rick's idea, but dr hardy is who found the doctors for it well no because rick didn't oversee it oh yeah alan was who was brought was brought on to basically oversee the project because the project forced former lovers monica and rick to work together and in a couple of the videos that i watched the first one that i watched was him having dinner with rick and monica Mm -hmm. and he was telling them here's how it's going to go like, here's what I have planned. He wasn't like, I don't think he knew of their past. Right. I don't think he knew. of business and, meeting. Right. He's just, you know, now that we're doing this, here's what I expect. You know, here's this, that, and the other thing. Rick asked him, well, are you going to be involved in this too? And so I definitely felt like Alan was the lead. Mm-hmm, I agree. At first, Monica and Alan were very combative with each other. They disagreed per- on pretty much everything, but then it waned and... In- changed into a romance in early 1978. Alan had planned for his visit to Port Charles to be brief, but decided to stay when he fell in love with Monica and married her. Soon after, Alan's upper crust and eccentric family came to town as well. Alan and Monica married on March 7th, 1978. And soon after, Alan bought a mansion for Monica as a wedding present and his family ended up living there as well, which is her house, the quarter main mansion. <laughs> How many times do you have to say it? Right. She likes to remind us
0: often about it. Yes.
2: I don't think I realized, though, that the Quartermains didn't start there. Yeah. We've talked about this because they're not in like the earlier stuff when we were talking about the Hardys and the Webbers. No, I knew they weren't part of the storyline in the beginning,
0: but I didn't realize that they came over because of Alan. Okay. Yeah, the show had been on for, like, what, 15 years before? Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were just kind of like a background family they hadn't used yet. Gotcha. It didn't take long for Alan's insecurities to come forward when Rick and Monica developed a close working relationship. Monica assured Alan she was over Rick, but Alan wasn't so sure. It intensified when Monica and Rick began getting even closer and Alan started getting even more suspicious. Monica did finally have an affair with Rick in 1979, which she hid from Alan. And we talked about that with her and all her lovers. hmm. Monica and Alan separated, but when Rick told Monica that they were definitely over, Monica didn't know what to do. She decided to go back to Alan, but found out that she was pregnant and that she believed the father to be Rick. Alan's sister, Tracy, was scared that since her older brother was now having a child, his child would inherit the Quartermain fortune instead of her son, Ned Ashton. So Tracy decided she had to prove that the father of Monica's baby was Rick, not Alan. There's Tracy, always scheming to get some money. One December night during a snowstorm, Monica went into labor. The phone lines were down and the electricity was out, but Leslie Weber and Gail Baldwin showed up. Monica had a long and difficult premature breach delivery, but Alan Jr. was born. Delirious during the delivery, Monica muttered that Rick was her baby's father, which she did
2: not remember saying later and did not tell anyone. Well, that's convenient. So that's it for the written stuff for Alan of the 1970s. But then when we dive into Curly Cute Girls episodes... In 1977, there were none. Okay. In 1977, 1978, we didn't have any until November. I'm guessing it was November because Thanksgiving was mentioned. Oh. And Monica had asked Lila why Tracy was so threatened by the idea of Alan and Monica having children, and Lila fills her in. I'm presuming that means because Ned wouldn't get the money then. Right. Alan and Monica are in bed. Alan tells her that the house will be hers one day as it is in Lila's name, and she will leave it to them, not Tracy. And in parentheses... It's written, I don't think they're talking about the Q mansion, but about a vacation home, which I feel like it would have to be because Alan bought the mansion for Monica. Right, right. Alan warns Monica that nothing would give Tracy more pleasure than to destroy their relationship. In December, Tracy was Alan's secretary, and he was upset with her that she hadn't done any filing, and they talked about Monica's dinner party that night, and Alan warned her not to do anything to ruin it. Leslie and Gail discussed Laura and Scotty dating. And I watched some of this and it was so weird to see Laura going to Monica for motherly advice as a teenager. She had to watch her curfew, you know, just different things like that. There was one point where Monica was asking Leslie and Rick to come over to dinner. And she said, well, you know, we have to be home by a certain time because of Laura's curfew. Yes. That's so cute. And now she's running the town. Leslie is not happy as Monica enters the cafeteria with Rick. They are laughing together. Susan Moore is ticked off with Mitch that he is canceling his date with her. Instead, he's taking Tracy to Monica's party. At the penthouse, this was Robert's in 1981. So I'm assuming that Monica at one point maybe lived at the penthouse that became Robert's, like his bachelor pad that him and Holly moved into? Yeah, Is that how you're understanding That's that... How that- Okay, because it says Monica is nervous about her party preparations as she wants everything to be perfect. Alan comments that she is nervous because Leslie is coming. Monica comments that there is something about Leslie that she finds unnerving. Mitch arrives to pick up Tracy. She fawns over his political career. He was running for legislator or congressman or something like that. Okay. Rick is puzzled by Leslie's ongoing reservations about Monica. She points out that Monica used to be more than just his friend. And he assured Leslie that he loves her, not Monica. And that he wants to spend the rest of his life with Leslie. Susan and Lee Baldwin are the first to arrive at Alan and Monica's party. Next, Rick and Leslie arrive as Rick comments on how radiant Monica looks. Leslie shoots him a look. And next, Tracy and Mitch arrive as Tracy drools over him some more. All right. So 1979 in September. Amy thanks
0: everyone for their support in the wake of her father's death. Alan invites everyone to join in refreshments. Amy thanks Alan and tells him she wishes everything could be okay for him too. Monica's in the hospital. Rick stops in to see her. He asks when she's going to start taking care of herself. Rick reminds her that the only thing important is the health of her baby. He wants to know what upset her so badly that day and she confides that she had a scene with Alan. I feel like that's probably putting it mildly,
2: because they didn't ever just have a scene. No. They had full blown When if we get to it, when you read down the and I think they need to change this category. They just need a whole slap category. Because it says like violent okay, that is a violent, but it says like crimes and violence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She smacked him a lot.
0: <laughs> Their fights got intense. Not excusing it, but I'm just saying they were both very strong personalities. Yes. He is frustrated when they don't realize the complications that can arise. She says that it was her fault that Alan wants to take her home. She told him that she can't go back there. She can't even look at the staircase where she fell. She fell at the quarter main mansion. Okay. Everyone falls down those stairs. Rick accuses her of being afraid of going back there. He believes the bruises were more than from the fall and that they were from Alan trying to hold on to her when she was leaving. She defends that he was trying to hold on to her to keep her from falling. Later, Tracy visits Monica with a gift as a peace offering. Monica's day finishes off with a visit from Alan. He tells her that he prayed for the two of them, for him to forgive her, and for their baby. She tells him that she will fight the malpractice case. He tells her no matter what else, he loves her, and the only thing that matters to him is that she gets well. He asks her to give him some hope for them. He knows he made a terrible mess of things, but swears that he loves her. Aww. I wonder if that's off. People aren't sure if the bruises are from. I know. Keeping her from falling or not. I don't think that they were from him. I don't think so either. I think he was seriously trying to make sure she was okay. And then in October, Lila is questioning Alan if he is treating his wife with the attention she
2: deserves. Alan is a bit distracted, but says, yes, he is. I want to know why was he distracted? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's, th- there's something important there. Like Why? And then in December, during a snowstorm over at the Quartermains, Monica is in labor, but in good hands with Leslie and Gail by her side. She passes out and they try to bring her back to consciousness. Leslie tells her she's going to have to hit her to wake her up, then taps her lightly on the face. That's not a hit. No. They put Stella to work heating water. I think that was the first house keeper. Okay. Yeah. What did we come up with? House manager? Yes. Yes. That's okay. the better word. I think that was the first house manager. To work Heating water, getting blankets and water bottles filled with hot water ready. At GH, Alan and Rick come out, of the, come out of surgery. Alan worries to Rick whether Monica will be okay as she has already lost so much blood. He is worried about the health of her, his son, but even more so about Monica. Rick reassures him that he, she will be okay. And Alan apologizes for ever thinking that Rick would have slept with Monica. <laughs> Oops. He wants Rick to come with him and they can both be there to support her. Edward calls Alan to see if he has heard anything. Even Tracy is worried and offers comfort to her brother. Luke comes into GH and wants to talk with Bobby about Dan Rooney investigating the disco, and Frank Smith is concerned about it. So this is a month after Luke raped Laura. Oh, wow. That was in all this reading that I was doing. But I don't know if that's what they were investigating. Bobby doesn't have time to worry about. And the whole reason I wrote that in is because Bobby was working on Monica, mm-hmm. because Bobby doesn't have time to worry about Frank Smith's concerns as Monica is stranded and they have an emergency on their hands. Rick finally gets word that the snowplows have gotten through to the quarter main house. Rick and Alan rush out and Bobby arr- arranges for the ambulance. Bobby calls Tracy with the good news and then she calls the cues and tells them the ambulance is on the way. Leslie observes that the father, quotes, might not make the birth of his baby because we still don't know which one it is. The lights go out as Monica is in hard labor. While everyone is out of the room, Leslie is shocked when Monica reveals that Leslie's husband, Rick Weber, is the father of her baby. Stella and Gail come back in just in time to help Leslie with AJ's birth. Alan and Rick arrive immediately afterwards. Leslie is standing there in shock with the news that her husband slept with Monica. Helpful Bobby calls again with the the news that Edward is a grandfather. They arrive at... GH and Monica and the baby are whisked away as Leslie sits by herself in the lounge in shock. Gail sits beside her but has no idea of the devastating news that Leslie received that night. Edward, Tracy, and Mitch arrive and thank Leslie f- for saving Monica and AJ's lives. As Gail raves about her efforts, Rick comes out and suggests to Leslie that Lee and Gail drive her home. He says under the circumstances he thinks he should stay, and she says she understands, and she understands more than he thinks she does. Dun 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 that's how we ended 1979 December I know that we really just went into Monica but seriously that's AJ being born yes like that's Alan right it was really difficult to piece that all together I want to know all that extra stuff like why were we throwing the dinner party right like what did you watch because you said that you watched a bunch of the videos they really need to release all of them for us to just watch I just
0: watched the um Business meetings, like when he was first coming okay. there, and I thought that it was funny. I knew that him and Monica hadn't got along in the beginning, but by the stuff that I was watching, he was trying to plan stuff, and she was like, "I'm available whenever you need
2: me." Like she was totally into him, and so it was just this. Was first she couple into him, or was she trying to rub it in Rick's face that she could be? Because oh, there was one thing that I watched that was he was being interviewed for some kind of a magazine. I don't know if I accidentally went a little too far. And the, okay, I'm just going to mention it because I'm going to forget that I'm going to, it now makes sense <laughs> because he said something about how the household falls apart when women work, when moms work. Wow. And Monica was like, seriously, excuse me. And so she actually kind of, and the reporter was a female and she was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay. If this, I have not looked ahead to the eighties, which I have a feeling that's actually when this right section happened. But I feel like it's relevant now. Wow. And Monica was like, and he's like, you know, that's why I'm here to help Monica and blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. No, dude. I'm sorry. But if she smacked him that day, it might have been warranted. Well, and it it just goes to show how much times have changed because there's no way Mm -hmm. he thought that when he passed away. Right. Right. And no way that someone would get away with saying that these days. No. No. Well, the reporter wasn't taking it because then he called up the editor of the magazine and said, how about the next time you want to do a piece about me, you don't send like a man-hating woman reporter. She wasn't man-hating until you said she should be at home with our kids. Right. Well, we don't know if the reporter had kids, but that's where I was not sure. Like, did he say this before they even got together? Yeah. So I do it where I... I have it running in the background, but like I'll still listen to my earbuds, like if I'm cleaning or something. So it's, I'm not actually watching, I'm more listening. Right. But it's more difficult to listen to a TV show, like without all the context. So, or I'll have it on the office while I'm doing paperwork or something, just running in the background. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he would never have told Emily, you have to choose. No, absolutely not. No. So yeah, that's a very short... It's only three years, two two and a half, really. Right. And there was nothing written about him. Right. It was just him coming and why he showed up. The first eight months of 1979, there's nothing. And the first 10 months of 1978, there was nothing. So if if you have any information to fill us in on Dr. Alan Quartermain in the 70s... And we did put out on social media asking people for their favorite memories and such from alan and it looks like no one really goes back that far either i mean i feel like if that's all that he did
0: in the 70s because he didn't come until the end of the 70s what are people gonna say i feel
2: like there's so much drama missing between him and monica getting together like what was their first date how did he actually woo her we know that they didn't get along true you know stuff like that right all we know is that they eventually fell in love i want the story but that's it so join us next week as we talk about alan quatermain in the 80s